Hey peeps, it's me, back again with another podcast on deck, and this time, I just want to let you know, for this, it's going to be an update of what's been happening with me and stuff. If you're probably wondering why I haven't been recording, well, it's because it was that. I took a break for the whole month of October till today, which is day number two of my mom's birthday, of her birthday bingo birthday month. And you're probably wondering, what the heck is a birthday bingo birthday month? Well, I'm going to let you fill in on a little something. Yesterday, November 1st, officially is my mom's birthday, which is basically in Mexican culture, the Day of the Dead. Specifically, those of descendants of Nahual and Mexica descendants, also known as Aztec people of ancient times. Only those people actually were celebrating their people. Not every Mexican celebrates it because, you know, you don't know this, peeps, but... This is the Native American Heritage Month, so even though it doesn't correspond to Hispanic Latino Heritage Month, which already passed in October, what you don't know, peeps, as most indigenous descendants of Hispanic Latino people in origin were once indigenous by blood, or I could just say they still are, they're just not recognized as their North American side of the border of American indigenous people. So what you don't know peeps about me and my family, I don't know if I've told you this, but I will say this to you. Both my families, from my grandpa, grandma and my great-grandma, and I say it like this, my father's mother, who is my grandma, came from the state of Jalisco, specifically of the capital of Guadalajara. And then my great-grandma, who was from the state next to that one called Michoacan, that state actually also hosted one tribe in particular in the vicinity. And if you actually saw the maps like how I've researched, what you would find out is that both of them had the kingdom, or at least the empire of the what is now called the... People call them Tarascans, which is a, a Spaniard mean downputting name that really doesn't really support but actually mocks people who are really called purepachas and why i say it like this is because peeps is because my people are from those some of them which i come my family comes from those specific states which is why i said my mom mostly grew up in that state of michoacan whereas my grandma grew up and lived in jalisco all of my mom's family did come from the state of Michoacan, whereas my dad's family only partially grew up in Jalisco, the state, but they moved to what is now called Baja Norte of, of California, which is basically the middle of California, is what I like to call it, because Baja Al Sur, California is the southernmost California of the state, but it's within Mexico. So the Norte one is the one that's basically connected by the border, which borders the city of San Isidro, Otay Mesa, and uh, any other places. Basically between Imperial County and San, San Diego County, that's where mostly Baja Norte basically borders with, which is the southern part of this state of California. So I just want to tell you, peeps, yes, that's where my family relocated for a time. And still, some of them do remain there, but not all. But that's where majority of my family went, besides the southern parts of, like, Orange County, parts of San Diego County. I assume Imperial County, too, but I think they're probably into the coastal more. So I would assume they're more, like, geared towards San Diego County and Orange County and L.A. County areas. I think that's where they're mostly basically sequestered currently, but that's pretty much where my father's family is currently residing in even though my father said he wanted to move to florida that never actually came to fruition because he's somehow still in the one part of the county of the state that he basically dislikes and very much hates which is weird because i actually love san Yocani and the city itself myself personally i actually really have a thrill about going over there again and again so yeah long story short peeps that's really what happened and so, like I said, what does that have to do with celebrating a birthday, you may ask? Well, nothing. Because we don't celebrate, you know, the thing with ofrendas. We don't do that uh, Day of the Dead stuff. In fact, my mom said there are two specific days within Mexican culture. In 
that country of Mexico. The first day, according to her, is considered for the adults that died. And according to her, she claims day number two, which today is the day of the babies that also died. Like children, youth, whatever. Yeah, that. But, peeps, what you don't know is that I checked online. I haven't really seen anybody noting that today that they would basically do that sort of thing have two specific days of mourning for do uh two specific um age groups i didn't see it so if anyone probably knows if anyone who does celebrate two days specifically for adults and or children that would be the day i would love to know but other than that i haven't seen it online so i don't think it's real i think it's just two days of observance which is just mourning people in general of every age not just you know age specific but anyways peeps like i said that's what i know and so my mom's birthday you're probably asking what does it have to do with anything well it's like this my mom was officially born in mexico of you know of her home state of michoacan but she was born on the first day she always assumed it was the second which was what she th always thought but it was never actually true according to her because my grandmother from that state who now also lives in Baja Norte, California, which is, you know, short for BC, uh, uh, Mex. Yeah, okay. Anyways, abbreviated to Baja Norte something, something. Okay. But going forth, what I'm trying to say is that she found out from her own mother after we reunited for, you know, you wouldn't believe this, guys, but. My family and her family never met each other, which is here in the States. So me, my mom, and my sisters never knew our family until like around 2013, 14, 12, 11-ish, around that time, we started getting in contact by someone who looked suspiciously familiar to me and my sister Liz, but it actually started with Liz, actually. It never started with me. It started with Liz, but when I will say this to you is that Liz, when she was contacted by this girl on the internet she didn't know but she thought it was probably you know our sister veva who who insists to be called jen by the way she um basically i sometimes call her vev but anyways i will tell you this like this she basically got contacted with her through facebook and that's how they got contact with my mom in the end which was a major big thing because my mom didn't have a Facebook at the time, but then I was the one who created the Facebook page for her, but she never actually used until now, which she actually uses more often than before, uh, primarily, because her family's mostly on Facebook, and that's actually why she's on there mostly. So her family's on there, and I'm pretty sure around that time, too, uh, my cousins, Anna and her aunt Sarah before then, Petra and Sarah probably didn't have a Facebook, but because technology was booming, Facebook became a concept, it's become normality, and this is how we kind of reconnected back, and that was kind of how it happened. And that's how my mom found out her birthday was unofficially on the 1st of November, and not on the 2nd, like which we normally would celebrate today. See, we had a joke in this house, it would be today, or in two weeks on the 16th of November, because as you know, my mom got a residency around the 16th of November of, you know, around in the 90s, I think, when I was, like, very young, very, you know, babyish at that time. Because, after all, I was born in 1989, so I was technically in my infant infancy around that time. So, around that time, she was able to get that. So, now we do this bingo birthday month every month now because we're not sure what day my mom's birthday really is. It could be the first, it could be the second, or in two weeks on the 16th. And so that's pretty much where that came from, peeps. And like I said, that's how we found out. Because after reconnecting with family, as you recall, that was a really big thing for us. Except now it's sort of like we kind of lost touch with each other. We kind of had like bad feelings in the mix. And now some of us don't even talk to each other. But... It was in that, around those years I just mentioned, was the pinnacle, if not pivotal moment of time where we actually reconnected and we actually got to meet some of them. And they finally came all the way to this town as far as they could 
you know, because I imagine all those hurdles, traffic stops, police pullovers, and I could imagine about the lingering gas and just exhaustion and just fatigue on the road. Oh man, my sisters and my grandma and myself finally met them for the first time around that time. I can't remember what time around that time, but I know it was around before the 2014. So like maybe around 2013-ish, I think we connected, or 14-ish around that time, like early 14-ish of 2014, 2013. So yeah, it's been very much several years now. Now it's been a decade, as you can tell, that we've gotten to know them a little better. But of course, with a little better, a long story short, it's still... With many families, you're still going to have your problems here and there. And not being said, but that was an amazing part of my early, mid-20s, which was I was 23 or 24 when I met them. Or 22, I can't really tell. Because now I'm 34, officially, guys. So, yes, it's been a decade with the family. Has it been very long? Well, not long enough for me to brag about it, but long enough to say, yes, at least I have some foot and some mileage there. If you will. And what I'm trying to tell you, peeps, is that that incredible moment is how we've really found out how my mom's birthday was not on the second, but primarily on the first. Even though a technical uh, clerical error in this country for putting her birthday on the 16th of November, my mom now uses that part of her birthday bingo month to just have, you know, another excuse to feel more younger without getting any older. Which for some reason my mom hates the idea and loathes the idea and spiteful about the idea of getting older but just because you were youthful when you were a teenager when you became a mom first doesn't mean being older is a killjoy no it's actually the widening and softening of your years now latter years if, if you will that you're just going to just grow old with wisdom and age which i assume is happening but i haven't seen it going anywhere so I just think she just now has grown with memories, not much wisdom, but is aging, but not much more than that. But anyways, yesterday we officially celebrated her birthday, sort of, I think, maybe. I actually went out of my way to buy me and my mom two uh, uh, magnetic uh, radio-looking speakers. So, since me and my mom didn't really get much of anything on our birthdays, I decided to just bless us pretty much last night till yesterday. Because it was like around um, 10 or like 1 in the morning when I bought my Amazon purchases for uh, these two speakers. Me and my mom got $25.99 a piece. Wasn't too much for me to lose and cry over. But hey, I just noticed that, she, you know, she's been into music. She hasn't been playing much. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? I thought this girl, this lady like, you know, speakers. And she haven't been pulling out her speakers because she's... I guess probably forgotten to charge it or it's probably broken. She don't want to say, but it's over there hiding in her stuff somewhere with her mountains of uh, box stuff or hiding to so many baggages that she probably doesn't want to bother to go through bothering. But either way, she just haven't been using her speakers, but lately she's been watching all her music on TV and on like the Lenovo display and the little Google display but and also on her phone but not much else and i'm like wondering yeah this girl's playing all this music but she ain't playing on a speaker because she was talking to me years ago about the speaker I, I still have which is the um the green uh you know pill beat speaker and the speaker is basically you know a really cool speaker and it has bass and it's really nice but it's so huge for me still it's kind of clunky but i still love it regardless but i i tend to forget my own speaker myself so yeah that being said peeps yeah i don't even know where i put it right now at, at the moment but i'll find it but other than that i bought the same color for myself which is of course it's an olive green ironically my mom's speaker was a red pill but it was a knockoff pill and not the actual um beats pill like mine hers was like 20 to 30 bucks cheaper mine was like nearly a hundred bucks more expensive so yeah do with that information you will but that's pretty much so basically i've paid more like nearly 60 to like 80 bucks worth of speaker where she kind of just saved more of that but still had a knockoff uh beats pill version but not really much of a speaker which is odd but that's what we have i decided to buy both of us the same speaker and the same colors 
red and green, because that's all they offered, which is ironic that it was red and green. Christmas colors, if you will. So once again, now when I get my, of course, mini speaker, the green one, I'm going to call it Ceci's Mini Olive Pants. Because my other speaker, you guys don't know this, I named it after her pants because that's what she used to wear all the time. Olive green pants and navy blue shirt. And then now she wears that and a beige like um, vest. Sometimes a black vest. And now sometimes she's been incorporating skirts and dresses and flowery kind of like designs. But it used to be just this one blue shirt, olive green pants. I'm like, oh my god, that is so legend. That is so sassy. So if you guys seen my Instagram, you'll probably see I tease about my mom's look. I'm like, get the sassy look. Because it's like, that's all I remember her wearing. And that is so her look. It's just the olive green pants, blue shirt, black shoes. And that's about it. And they're like basically sneakers. So I'm trying to make my point here, peeps. It's like, yeah, we celebrate her birthday, kind of. I mean, we kind of topped it off with me purchasing that. And also, she's going to get a notepad because you know what she always asks me, peeps? Which is silly. She would say, hey, Mima. Hey, Mima. Do you have paper? Hey, Mima. Hey, Mima. Do you have paper? And actually, guys, I did give her a notepad that she could take with her anywhere she wants. So she doesn't have to ask me for paper in specificity. In fact, I even bought us even color notepads, like the five by eight inch size. So she can have that pourable, beautiful pink color. She could look at every day she wants and like throw in that beautiful pink papers in her pink, hot pink colored notepad where she could just write whatever the crap she wants. And of course, I gifted her, if you guys saw my TikTok, uh, previous months ago or a year ago where I actually gave her a mini toolbox and I put a bunch of scratch cut up paper and I put them like in card shape size so she could write little notes and little notes and she said she, lately she's been transferring all those little paper notes into a book and I did give her recently a few months ago a book with flowers on it because you know she's that kind of lady she likes flowers she likes all that sappy you know lady you know classy olden potpourri organic looking stuff so she's into stuff i'm more into abstract art and more artsy kind of thingies and she's more into just like gardening and just flowers landscape you know whatever etc blah 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 that's basically sassy in a nutshell we get it she likes she's old and she likes flowers i mean after all she's like what 50 something right now 56 55 i can imagine 57 i don't even know she old though because i've been seeing her graying up lately with her hair so yeah it's okay guys she old don't don't have to hide it she old she might not like to hear it but she old she old anyways peeps like i said that's pretty much what we were doing and that's pretty much the updates and me well my birthday i didn't celebrate much i've been playing on genshin impact as you know been really into that game lately so really love it really like it i'm having so much fun um, I do have two accounts, and yes, I do pay into both accounts in case there's some stuff I like. So I'll, like, buy and purchase, like, the Welkin Moon thingy, and then just pay for that every month so I can get more Primo gems. And then just play into that and just have fun, which I really love, by the way. Since it made sense I play every day on there, I, I can do it. And while I was doing that, I was actually cleaning my room, guys, because we had an inspection in our apartment, so that kind of took me aback, actually. I didn't have time to actually talk to you guys that are listeners on here. I'm not sure how many of you are listening, but it doesn't matter because what it matters is that at least those who are still staying are still participating actively. I'm grateful and I'm not resentful for it in any other way. I'm just saying like, yeah, because I'm not always on either. So I'm like, it's okay. I'm not one of those weird people that keep saying subscribe and like and follow for war. Like, dude, you have to be thirsty and so thirst trappy can't just can't you just post stuff and not tell people that you can just say if you like more of this content then you know of course please subscribe but put that like as a banner somewhere on your like official page don't just keep asking people all the time to like and subscribe i don't know why people like to remind people of that it's just weird to me you get the views you get you get the listeners you get and you just fucking stay with it so stop asking it's annoying I don't want to have to be told that because I'm like, I don't fucking care. Okay? I don't fucking care. That's not my problem. But anyways, 
I don't know why people had to, you know, go by the numbers because I'm not sure what's going on with you guys. Do you have no confidence in that? Shit. Stop doing that. Anyways, like I said, I'm just happy that I came back. I just wanted to have a refresher. I just wanted to just chime in, which now, I, you know, I'm chiming in now. I just wanted to tell you how I was going. And so hopefully our inspection went well because so far they just said I just had to remove my end table from the window because they didn't like where it was placed but the problem is i'm in a room right now where i live at with my mom and there's not enough room to put the end table where i would want it to be put at which is right by my bedside because the side where i want to take it that's where all of my dressers kind of took up the space which is stupid but it's okay because it got clean and everything got clean it's just i kind of forgotten to uh, pick up after myself again after the inspection went away so i have to pretty much do that pretty soon and that's gonna be after i wash my clothes because now it piled up where i have to wash my clothes for like indefinitely because it was stinky the blankets and i was waiting for them after the inspection to go and i was like yes finally i'm gonna wash those blankets wash all my fucking clothes put those bitches away and be done with it because i was just sick of it <laughs> and now because it's the cold season now we're like kind of uh coming in on this just weather and we're just basically trying to just climatize the situation so i brought back these beautiful ocean um inspired shells that i you know i got this from walmart online and i love it so fucking much like you have no idea how much i love this blanket pattern it's just so pretty it's just i you know i like the beach in fact, you don't know this, but my room is nautical in theme. So, peeps, you see, like, blue shelves in my room. You see, like, a blue net going on. You see, like, the blue, navy blue looking, like, dressers that are just, like, you know, with these, you know, ropes, you know, indicating nautical, you know, themes. And just seeing a sh a, a f these four little frames that my mom was cool enough to let me borrow, which is, that says four little ships uh, went sailing by ever the ocean and under the sky so you see like an anchor a, a freaking boat a starfish um little guy going on um you know animal and then you see like a cute stripey tower so yeah that's how i feel and of course my own plaque i got from dollar tree that says blessed and then i wrote of course because i feel really blessed and something people tend to forget and that they are always and then i wrote typical with a thumbs down <laughs> and a balloon and two hearts and i feel like that's how i feel like people don't forget how blessed they feel and they're just so resentful and ungrateful and they're just not gracious in life and of course my computer my mom bought me because remember i was telling you guys the other computer i have actually broke it because i was like sweeping one day and it was just like cracked on the side and she was cool enough to buy me half of a thousand dollars which i paid my original computer like a thousand but she was nice enough to buy me at least that and that was cool can't really complain to be honest besides i'm i'm, I'm not always in my room all the time anyways but i do have a computer just in case i had to go online somewhere like the internet apply to something and of course this beautiful like chalkboard that she also got me and some of those grid wall uh rose gold color ones most of everything she got in the room like the dressers and stuff are hers except for the other stuff i bought myself that includes like the fridge and the bookshelf i bought that myself but yeah here and there i have stuff that i bought myself and she also did contribute to and that's what I'm saying, peeps. So, yeah, I'm just telling you. Lots of stuff. Yeah, lots of stuff. Different stuff, too. And I mean, like I said, I was just focusing on my own birthday, focusing on just cleaning the room, having the room up. And then, yeah, that was something crazy. Grateful, though, but crazy. So that's pretty much the update of this podcast. And like I said, peeps, I'll tell you more, but that's pretty much it. Alexa had her birthday, of course. Now she's officially 17, which is awesome. Which now means that she has just one more year till she officially becomes an adult adult by the law. Which is a beautiful and scary thought. But that's pretty much what happened. My birthday, Alexa's birthday happened. And we just pretty much were over here dealing with ourselves. 
I ended up having dinner with myself on my birthday this year for the first time, which was nice. I didn't mind. I mean, that's just kind of what I do anyways. I just kind of just stay by myself, spend time with myself. And then like with you listeners, I spend time with you. Those that are hearing this. Yeah, that kind of thing. And also, peeps, I'm just going to tell you what's, what else is up. It's just like so many things. And sometimes I don't, I'm not always online because there's probably not much for me to talk about, to be honest, because there's not really much for me to say. But when there's things that I want to say and say, I'll talk about it here and then. And like I'm doing now, and I will. It just depends on that day. So I'm just saying, it's like really amazing. It's impeccable. And like I said, I was able to get the room clean, swept up, actually. It was so insane. I I had like a shortened time. Within a week's worth, I think, I was able to clean up everything, organize almost everything in my room in time for the inspection. But of course, the only thing that kind of hurled me back was just that end table of mine, which there's really nothing I could do about it. And I mean, I did my best to clean it, and I did, and I accomplished it, and it was just so impressive. I mean, all I could think about now is that if I have to have this as an issue, my end table, I might have to just buy another end table and put that end table, like, somewhere else in the meantime. But it's like, that's the problem, because that's where my lamp sits, and I use the lamp, and so that's the problem in that, too. It's just because Housing Authority has this really idiotic belief that... They need to have things out of the way for, like, a fire hazard. I can tell you, yes, it's true in California. We experienced it this week, actually. Some of the people um, that Alexa goes to school with, actually, her and her brother both go to a high school. He's, like, in his second or first year of high school, Manny. But he is in the age group where there are a bunch of kids who are also going to school, like himself, But unlike himself, some kid that was around Manny's age, who officially he's 15, guys, I found out. Basically decided to fire, start a fire with a friend on the hillside. And it was like, they thought it was a good idea because I think they wanted to go have an excuse to leave school. So they can, you know, have a Halloween. Apparently, a video camera in this neighborhood documented that these two kids somehow were involved with the arson attack. So yeah, that's kind of what happened. Fire happened in town here. And my sister and brother were just out of school for like maybe a few days. Now the fire's like officially contained this week. That That was really fast. But thank goodness it didn't spread. I was like worried on Monday actually when this happened. I was like so like couldn't feel myself i said oh my god i really hope the fire does not hurt people it's just not what we need right now because we don't have other places to go ourselves of course i don't um and anything else i could tell you peeps is that yeah no i know those kids hate mondays but i was joking like one of the therapists this week i said i know some people hate mondays but man don't hate it that much like, it's okay you don't like the day specificity, but gosh, control yourselves. I know sometimes Mondays suck. People are the real reason why people really hate Mondays, to be honest with you, to tell you the truth. And that's the real reason why people are pivoted towards doing crazy-ass shit before they die, before they quit a job, or they quit a job and they just go AWOL. As you know how the story goes, yeah, that. Some people are just weird like that. In this case, it was just kids who are doing this because I believe this was because they wanted to celebrate Halloween early. In, in the news I was watching, they didn't say what were the reason behind this, but that's just my speculative belief, peeps, that they were doing this probably just to leave school and have an extent on that. Or my mom thought, and she interjected and said, oh, they're probably smokers. They're probably, you know, probably like uh, kids doing some, like, drugs or some kind of smoking. <laughs> Whatever it was. We can't have fire in any sense of the way in this part of our state anyways. Because us here on the so-called Central Coast, yeah. We are, like, walking on, like, just through vegetation, just feel waiting to happen. Even if we're, like, dry skin or crack or knuckles, 
or something or skirt around the floor like you know like dragging that could even start a fire it's really stupid that's how bad it is over here too And just to remind you, Pete, please take fire safety uh, seriously. As I was watching through the Nextdoor app, which, by the way, this is how I got most of my news. From my local news and the peeps of Nextdoor app. I don't know who you guys are, but thank you for updating, because fuck. Didn't know. Didn't understand. Glad to understand. Glad we had some actual footage that I shared with my mom on Facebook, actually. Which, by the way, I hardly use Facebook, but for things like this, and because I live with her, and also the fact that we share the same kind of, like, Facebook of friends and stuff, it was important for us to share this, mostly me, because I was like, what the fuck, man? This is scary. This is some scary ass shit. I don't like that. I'm telling you, peeps, this was something I was not expecting. Glad for I'm expecting this. Grateful I'm expecting this. Sad that I'm expecting this. But that's how it is, peeps. That's how it, it be sometimes, you know? Stupid things like this. Like, people will do literally stupid things just because they want to kick off the week, the holidays off with a literal bang. Like, for reals. In this case, it was fire. So, I don't know how to tell you, peeps. This is fucked up. But I'm just glad, peeps, this stuff has receded. And I'm going to tell you right now, I hope that kid learns a lesson. I hope their parents learn a lesson, too. And I hope all of us... Learn. We may have, you know, dodged a bullet right there, but that just tells you how, like I wrote on my next door app, I said, you know, how close call we were. We were like a little close call, but for now, we averted the close call. That's how close the fire was. I mean, the high school's like on the hill on the western part, and we live like in the eastern northern part ourselves, or southern eastern northern part, I think, ourselves, and we were that close. Like, Lizzie Street and Augusta Street maybe don't hit the same way, but then there's, like, Johnson Avenue and Laurel Lane that connect quicker. So, I'm just saying, all those people on the Fixley Street, on the Lizzie Drive, oh, my God. That must have been fucking scary. In fact, they said one of the freaking fires were so close, it was close even to one of my little brother or little sister's fucking classroom. That's how fucked up it was, guys. And it, because, you know, some of the mountain has some of their classrooms kind of integrated by the mountainside. So, you don't know this, but that's what San Luis Obispo High School actually is. It's like partially on an incline with a mountainside. How I know this is I used to go there. That was my fourth high school, by the way. Number four. I was going to about to go to number five, which was a Tascadero High School, but luckily... It didn't get to that point, but this is, like, my fourth high school I've been to. And you're probably wondering, how many high schools you went to? What happened? I'm like, moving happened. I moved several times. So I went to, like, um, Cabrillo High School, my official high school I love so much. Lompo High School, didn't really like so much, but it was okay. Went back to Cabrillo High School. Then went to Santa Maria High School for a little while. And then afterwards, we went to San Luis Obispo High School, which is me, Mostly, when I say we. And yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, a lot of stuff in my life, a lot of tricks and turns and whatever you can think. Starting over is a bitch, that's all I gotta say. Sometimes it's just hard. You have to start over and just start from square one. It's like, what the fuck, man? I just want to just start somewhere and just be done with it. And somehow I was managed to be able to finish my sophomore year to... The end of uh, my senior year, even though I actually graduated on time, like everybody else, I was actually already done with supposedly high school early because I already had all my credits in, according to some of the officials said to me at that time. So I was already kind of done, but it didn't matter because I just wanted to go through the, you know, through the wine and grind and everything and just to be done with it, just to officially say, yeah, I got my high school diploma. Now, I can't say that about my college experience. That was kind of like, I haven't really finished it yet, but I have been to two community colleges already. So, and that's all I gotta say about that, peeps. And that was crazy. That's that's some crazy as shit. Things you don't know is that kids will do anything just to get out of school. It's, it's really nuts. I didn't think it was possible, but I guess these are today's children from this generation. I don't know how it became like that, peeps. I don't know what's going on with today's generation. I mean, I don't know how bored they are. 
but they're just going off the chain here. Like, they're just like literally trying to just start shit for just starting shit. I'm like, this is Generation Alpha kids and the youngest of Generation Z kids, like Manny and Alexa, that are just doing this fucked up shit. I'm like, kids, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, stop doing that. Just stop trying to incur the wrath and violence of everything. It's like, we don't need this. I mean, I, I'm worried about schools already, like myself and other people that are, are just not a safe space anymore because of all those constant gun shootings. And now it's fucking fires we have to worry about. It's like, fucking fires. You believe that? Fucking fires. Fucking fires. Honestly. But I'm just saying, happy everyone made it out alive. Everyone was safe. The only people that got injured actually by the fire were some of the firefighters themselves in this town. So that was unfortunate and it sucked balls. But happily, I'm happy to report no one is dead. Everyone's okay. Mild injuries is pretty much a, a stubborn persistence in that one person's particular life. But hopefully they'll be able to pull through. Other than that, peeps, I can just say, yeah, now that kid who did this, one of the kids, is now in juvenile hall. Said in the news. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah. Not only the parents have to pay probably for that felony crime of arson, but also their kid now is in juvenile hall. Oh, like the same one I went to basically for a few days, though. Honestly, nuts. Irony. <laughs> it's like everything's just like put putting like ties together. It's just really fucked up. You'd be surprised. And I wasn't in really there for much anyways. It was just for like what battery or something. Same with jail. Same thing. Battery. Not much else. Yeah, I can tell you this right now, peeps. Yeah. I'd rather go for, like, self-defense and a few hits versus starting to f blow up or fire a place. Like, shit, man. You know, these kids need to choose their fights well because they're not choosing it well. At least I chose better. According to the general consensus, that's not what they would consider better. I don't fucking care. I do what I did, bitch, because I'm not, I'm not a wuss. I'm just telling you, peeps. All I gotta say, kids' generation, is they just hit differently. Me? No pun intended, but for reals, though. <laughs> right? Anyways, peace. Like I said, that's the updates for this version of the podcast. And like I said, thank you for listening. And as always, this is Rosie Says, and I will see you on the next podcast. God, peeps. Hey, it's me again. Back again with another podcast on deck. And this time, we're going to talk about what's been going on with the wars between the consumers and the delivery drivers. Because specifically of DoorDash. Now we're not dashing anyone or dashing into this really recklessly, but we're going to talk about why this is really important, what's really going to be happening. I've been hearing this for a week now, that DoorDash is literally teasing its customers saying, hey guys, if you don't go pay your delivery drivers, your thing's going to be left cold, and if you're not giving your delivery drivers a tip, you won't see your food much. Stuff like that, like weird shit like that. And the news was talking about this. The major news, local news, I haven't heard much about. But on the internet, a little bit I've been seeing articles here and there saying that they're now considering, you know, just to make DoorDash now a no option tip that, or it's optional, is going to be just basically mandatory. And what does that mean for us, the consumers of these delivery apps? Well, it's just going to mean like this, Pete. I was thinking about this while I was in the shower earlier hours ago and i was thinking to myself how about if we people if we're going to continue to persist on these delivery apps why don't we actually just be honest with ourselves and just start considering whenever we buy something that we're going to have to probably take 10 bucks to 20 bucks off our you know purchases because apparently it seems like the idea of basically fundamentally using a delivery service is going to come at a cost even to us. And I don't know if you guys saw that TikTok where that one lady and this one couple, it was a black lady who was the delivery driver who had no tip, but received a $400 purchase. And supposedly this was a skit according to some people. And what this skit entails or not, unfortunately, this was the weirdest timing because after that skit rolled out, that's when DoorDash decided to pull this weird shit on us. Oddly enough, right after, like almost like in tow, it just was like right on cue, right on the docket. All of a sudden, now if you guys are going to use their service, 
You're going to have to pay those tits for reals now. And yes, this has been a resounding, you know, offensive, you know, stance by the delivery drivers of DoorDash specifically. About saying how they don't like being stiffed on a tip, according to them. But according to general consensus, most of us don't have much money to be pushing. And of course, what we're always told, what is it what we're told? That if we don't got money to go out to the restaurants, what do you do? They don't eat out. Most of us avoid places like that anyways, like the plague, myself included. Any restaurant that asks me for a tip, like those mom and popper shopper restaurants, that's what I call them, mom and pop shops. I call them mom and pop shoppers, by the way. I always avoid them like the plague for this exact fucking reason. Because sometimes I don't have the money even for a fucking tip. The only tip I can give them is just to get a better job or just, you know, talk with their employer. That's my other tip. My vocal tip, by the way. Not a financial one. But to make financial points here, I'm making a consensus to say this. This is basically uh, DoorDash admitting that they don't want to pay their drivers when they say shit like, Oh, well, you guys are going to have to pay the delivery driver now if you don't want your food cold. Literally teasing us in our fucking faces. Like, really, bitch? Really? 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 Anyways, I'm just saying, just to make a point, I probably won't be using my DoorDash actively, or even my mom will either, because I'm probably going to talk about this with her anyways, and she's going to be like, oh yeah, that's that's the case. We're just going to buy when we we really need it. (laughs) Of course. And luckily, for... A few years now, since not having a job anymore as a respite caretaker, I didn't have to worry about this kind of stuff. But that's what I used to do. I used to order almost almost weekly, almost, almost monthly, almost, um, ordering from DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats in specificity. But I no longer do that because I don't have a job. So that's why I just kind of scaled back and just, you know, pushed that behind the back burner. And I just pretty much tossed that to the side. And that's pretty much what happened. And when that happened, I didn't even bother with that anymore. And I didn't think it was going to be a problem. But now that DoorDash is admitting this to their customers, literally putting people on blast, literally saying, or like teasing about it is what I really think is really what they're really doing. Just encouraging them to actually pay their drivers instead of them paying their drivers. Which is really sad because most of us can argue in the comment section. The employers are responsible to pay their delivery drivers the utmost financially necessary that they need to. Unfortunately for these companies, it's just the kind of company that you would kind of tend to expect that does not give a flying fuck about its people. Like the people of the service industry would tell you, the waiters will tell you. Most of these employers would pay them nearly up to three bucks or less. And they just don't have enough support from their own employers. And so that's why they do wait on you guys for this reason. And some people argue, well, some of the service is crappy. It's subpar. It's not even worth it. Not even worth even a winking at. And that's why some people don't even bother with paying tips. But I'm, I would just say, I'd argue. I don't know why people bother hiring people just to pay them chub chains primarily and and not to help people you know with this job i mean if if the job is to be a waiter i assume being a waiter isn't just standing around and just waiting on tables it's also probably cleaning the table up picking up the dishes bringing back dishes back and forth to the kitchen as well as you know the worker in the back of the scenes cleaning the dishes as well as cooking the food They should be paid the same way. But for some reason, I'm not sure what's going on with people. They just made this idea that it's okay to just pay workers more that do majority of the work according to them. Whereas they don't think waiters are doing enough work is why they pay less. And that's why they're like this causing a hindrance in people who are financially, you know, just deprived of this financial compensation from their employers. So that's when they start begging us. And they start asking us, and in, and now in this case, in the case of DoorDash, now they're forcing us to literally do this because at least, I hate to say this, but at least DoorDash did one thing right, admitting they don't want to pay their workers correctly. I like that they did this. You probably might think, why is that important? And why is that right? Why is this normalized? Well, to tell you the truth, peeps, we normalize this as a general public. 
And also, maybe this is their inspiration from when they used to work as waiters. And maybe they just took that type of formula, made it into an app, and pretty much put it out themselves. Which I find it very disheartening. And it's like very sad. Because yes, that is someone's gas. And yes, they're not just picking up your groceries. And yes, it is a lot on their plate too, I imagine. But like I said, um, this is DoorDash's fault and responsibility ultimately on, in the day. In, in, in every way. It's just like they have to really make the effort to want to pay these people a decent livable wage. But since they don't, because they're just doing the waiter theology, the logic of just basically just having these people just literally be like waiters and be like, oh my god, oh my god, when, when then, when, you know. And it's hurting their economic interests because the people in the end who made this app are just only thinking about their own economic interests themselves. Because after all, they're now valued at, what, a billion dollars, a million dollars now? And since the pandemic has been kind of permeating and kind of steamrolling through, all these people are just basically making still hardly piss poor of the same amount they didn't make back in the beginning of this app's basically inception. And unfortunately, people, this is what happens when we don't, you know, fight for what we believe in. But yes, it's true. Um... All this app is going to do is just going to make some of us like me. I hate to say this to you peeps. We're just probably not going to just be in the app often, you know. Like maybe every now and then we'll just do this app. Just for like, just because we need something. But we're not going to do it because it's just not going to be that way, of course. It's not going to be like a every once in a while thing. It's going to probably be like on a rare occasion kind of event. But other than that, most people are just going to probably go back to taking the public transit, walk in person, or in this case, use the app very less because some people who are relying on those no tip deliveries are now going to be forced to just probably just jump ship and just go back in person, driving themselves back to those places. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's going to come at the cost at this, um, you know, at this person who's relying on this job they're gonna have to probably come to the conclusion it's probably time to go back to the nine to five grind you know or try their crack at being a a creator influencer if that even will help if they can and that might not even work either because now a lot of people are having a problem going past according to tiktok 200 views myself included sometimes not all the time but it's interesting though I get a good amount of people watching my stuff, which, by the way, I totally appreciate. I don't mind people are kind of buzzing in, chiming in, and just, like, peeping in my stuff. But what I keep still seeing from the last apps I've been on, with every app, I be seeing the same kind of, uh, you know, song and dance. They just look, but don't like. And if they do stay, it's just being rude as ever. Being unsightful, undelightful, just horrible, just demonic, and just basically anything but a child of God. Or anything of calling them in some kind of sainthood sovereignty. So, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with, peeps, too. So, I doubt that's a good idea because most people are not going to even be paid to be influencers anymore. Because most of them are not all going to be well accepted or like. Myself included, but it's like, that just depends who you are. But that's pretty much what's going on with everyone who is dealing with this gig system, as they call it. Like I said, I don't mind. But still, once again, I'm reminded that things are going to come to a cost. And a lot of us might not like this cost. It's going to be a change in dynamics. And it might be for a good thing for some of us. It's a bad thing for others. Mostly those who depend on this delivery system. So those who still pay like my mom and I do now. Which now we do. And we still do pay our tips. But it's just so pricey. Sometimes we don't even order anymore. We just order groceries. And sometimes make grocery trips ourselves. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's going to get to the point where people are just going to be like, it'll be a once in a while thing. Like when it rains, they'll probably do the ordering or 
they'll just go in person and just make enough time during the day just to go out. And then they just won't bother with these apps anymore. And it'll just lose its thunder. And it just won't be the same. And the drivers that are going to complain about having no tips are probably just going to opt out of the app altogether and end up going back to 9 to 5. Crack at being a, a influencer creator on some type of social media platform and make that work somehow. And if not, do their own mom and pop shop if they can afford it. Of their own online store, when I say this. And just use social media as that catalyst. Or they just go back to the real 9 to 5 job and just leave it at that. That's what really what's going to happen. Because everybody's not going to budge. No one's going to budge. No one's going to change their ways. We people are very staunch. Some of us who are, you know, no tippers. And other of us who do tip like myself and my mom. Um, it's going to be like that. It's going to be only those who tip are going to stay on the app. Or those who are just going to just completely just be gone off the app. Probably even delete it and even, you know, just remove themselves entirely. <laughs> It's not like it's social media, so. And, and and no offense to the delivery apps that do, like, restaurant stuff. It's an every now thing for you guys. It's not a daily uh, commute for us. Some of us are just not going to be on the app like that. But that's how you know, peeps, things are going down like this. Because, mind you, a lot of people are not going to spend particularly at those places because, you know, why? Why do they have to change their, you know, life, their way of life just for a bunch of drivers? It's not going to happen like that. It's just going to be like this. It'll just be a, a, a low drop in percentage. And some of us who pay 10% are probably still going to stay at 10%, like myself and my mom, which we do. And by the way, 10% varies because when we pay a 10% for the family, it's because it's a large meal and stuff for like delivery stuff. When it comes to like groceries, it's the same things around 10% or whatever standard of tip that they already have in the thing like an Instacart and ships case. And then in the case of myself and my mom, it'll be between like a 15% to 10% maximum. And the minimum will still be the 10%. But other than that, yes, peeps. Unfortunately, it's going to be like that. And you're going to see less people on the app. And maybe even less drivers as a result. Because people are, are creatures of habit. They're not going to change. Okay? We can't change the delivery dr driver's mind. We can't even change DoorDash's mind. Or even Uber Eats or Postmates or Grubhub's mind for that matter. But that's how you know human you know psychology human um you know habitations and habits are just gonna be configured just to do a minor adjustments just to just continue and prolong life and just kind of relinquish like we do with some subscriptions like right now i don't have netflix anymore and that was an inconvenience for me when they started to be priced at 20 and i was like nope i'm not paying more than 20 bucks and they wanted to go there. And I said, nope, at 20 and, and 20 and higher, don't think so. So, like most subscriptions, most people are going to do, they're just going to cut off the app's access to them. And probably stick to apps that will do a, a zero fee guarantee. And that's just how it is. People are creatures of habit. They're not going to change, okay? They're not going to change, all right? What they're going to do is make changes to how they purchase their stuff and then just subtract and attract and then just equate that to their personal livelihood math. So those people who want like delivery services that are free are going to stick most likely to the apps that do that. And then ones that don't do it, they're just going to ignore it like the plague. And, like, the restaurants that require a tip, most of us are just going to go to, like, the fast food joints that don't even ask for a tip. Even if they have a tip chart, we're just not going to even, like, entertain it. That means, like, the ones, like, at Starbucks, the ones at, um, you know, and which I found out even stores are now doing this weird thing. 
tips at freaking self-checkout counters. That's stupid. No, we're not paying those either. That's just dumb. That's dumb tipping. Okay? So I'm just telling you, peeps. Yeah, it's getting real out there. It's getting to the point that people are just not going to have it. They're like, they fucking have it, is what I'm saying. They're, they just fucking had it. People are just going to skirt around these tips as best they can. Myself included. I won't lie. And this is the real reason why the tipping culture is going to be basically its own disaster culture. It's going to be its own beckoning ruin. In the end, peeps, you're not going to see anyone willing to pay more than what they can afford. People are going to pay for what they like. And what they like is not going to be what people in general would want them to like. Which is tipping. Believe it or not, tipping is what the least we all like. We do it because it's a necessity. But in reality, if we could not have the choice, most of us are going to go out for the free, uh, you know, the free delivery services. It's just creatures of habit people it's just it's common knowledge okay at this point you're asking for too much if you do that is what we're gonna say to you and that's why i'm saying for those services they're gonna have to just find a way the people who work for these services are gonna find a way to just adjust themselves otherwise they're gonna be adjusted out and they're not gonna have a place to work and they're gonna have to be forced to go back to work or crack at for the YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, influencer base, even um, X, which is formerly known as Twitter. If that even works out for them. Other than that, yeah. If they're not doing any major podcasts, it's just not going to work out. In the end, it's, you know, I'm going to say it's, it's being superficial at this point. If you think you're going to make it now. Because like I just told you, some of the people are just not really in it like that. And some people are just not going to be able to make it. So, like I said, the general consensus is going to be um, mostly going back to 9 to 5. Mostly. Mostly. Like, just 9 to 5. And I believe that's going to be a foreseeable future. With these people who are going to be in decline of getting deliveries because the people who wanted it free will no longer be the people to get it for free. And besides, even if they don't want to admit this to you as a delivery driver... I'm pretty sure everyone that still gets deliveries that are free, they still get paid regardless, the driver. But they just don't get paid enough. That's the difference. So they're just going to have to deal with that, won't they? It, that, I'm not saying DoorDash did wrong by admitting that. I'm just glad they admitted it because that is never something, you know, waiters from this employers they used to work at or any other delivery service would ever admit is that yeah we're not paying y'all bitches they're not admitting that i'm glad at least they were ballsy enough to say it but they had to say it in a weird teasing way which i thought that was kind of like a weird mockingly kind of perception you know a lot of people already knew this on social media in fact if you've seen all the tiktoks majority of tiktoks on the internet are the only ones that are on TikTok complaining about tips being stiffed by the customers. So, most of those viral videos you've been seeing about stiff, um, you know, tippers are those people who are just, you know, mostly on TikTok. If you ever watch it, you, you'll probably see a bunch of it. Every now and then, you'll see a complaint about being stiff tippers. So, that's really what happens. And, and that's really the sad thing about this. In the end, peeps... Like I said, you're just going to have to, you know, maneuver. Some of us, like myself included, are going to have to maneuver differently. We're just going to order in person and ourselves. And if we live nearby the locations, locale, it's going to be easy peasy. It's not going to be that hard to, you know, counter. We'll just probably mostly, you know, con you know, convenient to converge to mostly restaurants in person. Like... Mostly most of the fast food joints. The chain restaurants is what I'm basically trying to say. Most of the chain restaurants are the most ones that are going to get most of the business still. Whereas the mom and pop shops might suffer as a result. Because most people don't have enough money for a tip anyways these days. In fact, can I tell you something, peeps? You're probably not going to like what I'm going to say this to you. You're not going to like what I'm saying this to you. Most of us are going to do it like that because I'll tell you why. We don't have enough money to break the bank, but we still have enough money to make a difference. 
But we're just not going to break the bank like that. We're going to make a difference, but we're not going to break the bank like that anymore. And, and, and you know, and I can say, and I fell in comparison. I'm just telling you, peeps. I'm telling you. Sorry, guys. I'm kind of dealing with a cold right now. It's been ongoing because my brother keeps getting sick all the time. So, if you hear kind of weird spitty kind of sounds, boogery kind of sounds. Yeah, that was me. It was me. It was no one else. It was me. All of it was me. If you actually hear a fart, that was probably me too. Or my brother. Mostly me though. Anyways, peeps. Like I said. Uh, like I said, peeps. Most of us are just going to do what we already did before the apps were even a concept in our lives. And just not even bother. Okay? Myself included. And unfortunately for those who depend on this app for a job. They're going to have to look elsewhere for work. And that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, either have this as a side hustle job, but have their main job, is what I'm really saying. And like I said, most of us are not doing this. We're not. And I know it sounds hurtful, it sounds harsh, but if you think of it from my perspective, you'll see why I'm avoiding these places like the plague. And, and, these, and these delivery apps like the plague myself. I mean, I still have... All these apps I downloaded on my new phone, which is still new, from springtime or summertime. And I still haven't even been ordering on the app much on here. Like, I barely order at all on Uber Eats, Postmates, DoorDash. Because that's how much I'm not reliant on them as much. But I am ordering like crazy almost monthly from Target, though. And that's pretty much what I've been doing. Mostly Target and Amazon have been my big heavy spender places. Because there are things that I need from both those places. Now I want to order from Staples. But I've been kind of putting that on the sidelines. And I'm going to have to probably do that sometime this month or next month. But other than that, yeah. It's pretty much what it is, guys. It's going to be very hard for me to like formulate myself to order something. When that's going to be just the belief that we're expected to just... Um, pay into that whole new kind of thingy which is paying a service that we're probably not going to even use <clears throat> and so like i said most most of us are just going to only just eat what we feel appreciated and that's that's it that's going to be it i mean it's going to be like before just no apps just us you know bracing the elements Going to the stores, buying our foods, making it mostly at home, mostly going in person to the nearest places that don't charge a tip. And that's how it's going to be, mostly. I mean, I, I just find it very crazy, though, but yeah. Most of these mom and pop shops don't really get much of our attraction anyways, because the chain restaurant's going to eat up, you know, the... <laughs> You know, the, the bulk of the thing. Because most of us like almost the same stuff. So that's pretty much no brainer. That's pretty much why. So, yeah. With that being said, peeps. It's just going to be saddened. I know we like what we like. But it's just really hard enough to like what we want. So, for those who do support a mom and pop shop. Please continue to do so. Some of us will just probably not be doing that. In the end, peeps, like I said, it, it just depends on where you feel appreciated, what you like, is what's going to stay afloat in the end. And like I said, it, it's high time for us to pretty much go back to the normal workforce anyways, because even now, becoming an influencer is not really much of an influence anymore like it used to. It, just, it hits differently now. So that's what I'm saying, peeps. You might as well just stick to what you're able to stick with, and if you're able to get it, just harness it and be able just to cherish the moment. And make the best of everything. Because in the end, that's all you can ever ask for. So yeah. And with that being said, peeps. Like I said. Just because they're doing this weird tipping stuff doesn't mean I have to change much of myself. And I'm just going to say this. For advice. Before I end this podcast. <clears throat> if you're going to continue this tipping app service. Just take 10 bucks to 15 bucks to 20 bucks off whatever order you have. And use that for your tip, actually. Because this is inflation prices, 
you can't be paying people five bucks anymore for a tip. It's going to have to be ten bucks as the minimum. And just for the level amount of tip, 15 bucks and the maximum, 20 bucks and no more than that. Because we don't have enough to even break any more banks, okay? Because of inflation and hyperinflation pretty much coming on and probably incoming, just in case, yeah. The maximum is just going to be 20 and we're going to keep it at that. See, when it becomes hyperinflation, maybe it's just going to be 15 as the minimum, 20 as the, the middle income acceptable uh, tip and then the maximum is going to be 25 and that's it but until then the maximum is going to be 20 the minimum is going to be 15 the middle the middle part of the tip is going to be 15 and the very minimum at least that we can pay is up to 10 bucks and that's it for tips and that's all i gotta say about this peeps and i just want to let you know don't let this discourage you from Anything you like, if you want to get it yourself, just make an effort and just do it. Other than that, peeps, you have this, the balls in your court, and you'll see where you will feel appreciated and where you feel like you need something or not. Other than that, like I said, thank you for listening. This is Rosie Says, and I hope to see you on the next podcast.